and welcome to Put a Cork in It, hosted by yours truly, Monica Toby, someone who has zero credibility in the podcast world, but is trying to make it big. This podcast is for talking about everything under the sun with my friends, relationships, eating, working out, and really anything else you can think of. Please come along for the adventure that will probably make you laugh and cringe the entire time. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Coming at you live from Mason, Ohio on a rainy day. Um, post-grad. So today I'm feeling old. Not as sad as yesterday. Yesterday pulling away in my car, the tears were shed. I had the sad song queued up ready to go to create the ambiance I desired. But, um, today is a better day. And we are back with, um, a new guest. I would also say a newer friend. But as a theme, I've created a lot of newer friends this past year, and they all feel like old friends at the same time, which is really cool. So today we have my friend um, Austin Jacobs on the podcast. Um, Austin is a friend that I, okay, I never say this, but I feel like I met you through mutual friends, which I kind of hate that phrase, but I think that's actually how it rolled out. But It is completely accurate. (laughs) So... We met through mutual friends, and I was telling Austin before we started, I was like, I honestly don't really remember the day we met, because it kind of all blurs together, because I feel like I've hung out with you in the same environment every single time. So, but you say that you remember. I do remember. Hi, Put a Cork in It fans. I'm Austin Jacobs. Super happy to be on the podcast. Um, thank you for having me, Mon. I always appreciate it. Of course. Um, yes, we... I I actually met you on, I had to Google the date, because I remember where I was that day. I actually drove down to UC, Miami was playing UC in football. Yes! So the, the actual date is September 14th, 2019. So, how, what is that? September! Like, yeah. A couple wow. months ago, to say the least. But uh, I went down and visited uh, my cousins go down there. We had a little Miami-UC bickering and UC won, so so that hurt. But came back, was hanging out with uh, another friend of the podcast, JT, and, and his roommates. And you guys just strolled in, and I was like, these guys are pretty cool. Uh, and one thing led to another, and here we are. You know, it is weird. We always bust into that apartment. It's never, rarely are we invited, I would say. It's more of like a, hey, we know that they're home, so we're just going to come in. And then we come in with like, whatever, four to five people. So it is a little bit, um, I would say, brash (laughs) how it happens. Those are the best friends, though, where you know you can just do that. I agree. It's very unnatural when you have to like text for permission like an hour in advance. Definitely not the vibe. Wow. Not the vibe, especially in college. Especially, true, so true. Definitely more of like a high school, middle school thing. Okay, so, wow, I'm glad we have the facts. That's important. Um, another thing that's very um, transparent of me is that I don't actually know anything about you academically other than you're going to be a senior next year at Miami. And I feel like your major is something, it's not business. It's something like, Sports, leadership, kinesiology, is that even close? I'm just letting you stumble here. I'm actually a marketing major in the Farmer School of Business. Uh, you not don't give that vibe. But I'm, I am 
a slam minor, sport leadership management minor. Okay, so okay. you're you are correct with the sport leadership track, but I am a marketing major. I'm, I'm happy to hear I don't embody the typical farmer vibe, I guess. It's, it's kind of gotten a bad rep over the years, correct. I feel like. And I'm sorry if we offended any um, farmer, school of pe- farmer school of business people at Miami, but... Everyone, I mean, I did this with Jackson on the other podcast. There's a stereotype that comes with athletes at Miami. It's just kind of a, you know, a theme for sure. So, yeah, you're welcome for that compliment that also was maybe a, um offensive statement towards others. Um, hey, we just got to – farmer kids, we got to do something. We got to make this place a better place. You know? Yeah, and I would – not everyone's like that, but to a certain extent, there's, like, these themes that you're like, yeah, you're definitely in the business school. Um, okay, I also should have remembered that you were marketing because this is probably the, okay, I have a little, I have a lot of different types of fans, but I would say that you are the most, like, I don't want to say this, like, not loyal, but, like, um, committed fan, and I say that because I was on Instagram one day, and I get this message from Austin, and he has made me my own graphic, you guys. So, like, Rebecca made me my first graphic. Shout out, Rebecca. Um, which is great and amazing. But I, like, asked her to do that, and she was totally willing. But it was definitely, like, you know, kind of a business transaction. Whereas Austin made me this wonderful graphic of myself with my um, put a cork in it title and the whole thing. And I was just, like, overwhelmed by the actual genuine enjoyment that you get from the podcast like that just made me so happy you know i really hope this episode is the one where you bust out the new graphic i don't know if you're ready for that sort of change not to put the pressure on you but it's a pretty sweet graphic it is it's very like um uh what do i want to say not whimsical but kind of theatrical um there's something else i was going to say about it but now i forget Oh, what was it? I don't remember. But, um, yeah, so we'll see if there's a graphic change, y'all. Be on the lookout. Um, also, shout out to people who have been um, just, like, texting me that they've enjoyed things or, like, wow, this really helped me understand. Like, last week we had Emily on and she explained about adulting. I had some texts from people saying this really helped me out in terms of looking forward with my relationship. And that just means a lot because sometimes it's very easy as a – I don't even know if I can call myself a podcaster, but sometimes it is very easy to be like, I feel like no one's listening or the stats are down. I'm feeling a little bit, you know, insecure, a little classic social media insecure. We all have it. And so it really means a lot when people reach out. And Austin is one of those people. So moral of the story is be more like Austin. Maybe we could get that printed on a t-shirt and hand those out. I just see the whole put a cork in it brand coming together. T-shirts, probably laptop stickers are going to be in the work here pretty soon. Okay, that's something I'm about. Okay, we'll have to discuss that post because that's actually a really good idea. Okay, so now for the reason that um, I decided to bring Austin on to the podcast um, was because he represents a theme uh, that usually, you know, becomes more apparent during graduation. But he represents a theme of being kind of the token younger friend in a friend group. So all of Austin's friends graduated basically this year. Um, and he still has another year at Miami. Correct? Just one more. That is one more year. And not all of my friends correct, graduated. Correct, correct. definitely my core group of friends 
um, that I consider my best friends for sure. You know, I have people that I live with that, you know, I'm definitely not as close with, unfortunately, but at the same time, you know, I am very blessed to have had the friend group and support group that I've had in Miami thus far. Totally. So, yeah, kind of just wanted Austin to come on and talk about exactly what he just described. Just because I feel like that's a, like, phenomenon that's very prevalent, but that you don't usually address because it's sad or you don't want to make anyone feel bad. But I feel like it's something that should be talked about because people need to know how to handle that because most of the time you're friends with these people for longer than a year, so you know this, like, initial goodbye is coming um, more earlier than if they were in your age group. So we're kind of going to walk this through in a chronological order, which seems the most... um, appropriate you know chronological makes sense sometimes I like to be a little bit more scattered but you know we're trying to keep an organized vibe here um so we're going to talk about like what are what were your feelings like when you first started getting close with um mostly people and athletes in action at Miami right would that be correct okay that is correct so when you started to become closer with them like did you have this moment of oh crap I realize I'm going to have to say goodbye to them someday and I'm going to be left behind. Or was it more of like a, because this is at the time when you're still in college with them. Is it more gradual or like you don't even realize it? And like, is this a theme you've seen in your life prior to college? Because I know I had a friend in high school who she was a junior and literally all her friends were seniors. And when we left, it was like a whole different high school experience for her because all of her friends left. So I would definitely say like, once they they say that they're seniors, like once the word senior is said, it's definitely like the clock starts ticking yes. in a way. Um, so, you know, I I was definitely I felt the pressure when the word senior was said. Definitely second semester when you're like, wow, these guys have four and a half more months and then they're gone. Like mm-hmm. that was definitely that definitely hit home for sure. And, you know, you have to start making these decisions like, what am I willing to sacrifice to spend a little bit more time with these guys? And, you know, I just, I honestly just started doing the things you would do, brash, brashly enter their apartment unannounced and yes. just spend time with them whenever I could. You know, shout out to the guys over at the flat. Uh, thank you for letting me just barge in all the time. <laughs> Yeah, that's really good. And I'm sure that they wanted that, too, because they it's kind of like a reverse thing, too. Like when you're a senior, you also feel this weird pressure to make sure you're spending time with underclassmen, too, because, you know, you're leaving them as well. So I'm sure that was definitely reciprocated. Definitely. Um, And, you know, something that I heard a lot was the word legacy. You know, what kind of legacy are these people leaving at Miami, and uh, for those of you who don't know, I MC Athletes in Action's weekly meeting. Um, so I'm hosting every week with another senior, uh, Margaret Payne. Shout out, Marge. Shout out. Um, you know, and as time winds down, you're like, holy smokes, this senior class has really changed the narrative for Athletes in Action at Miami. And, you know, my class is the one going to be taking the reins and you know I'm, I'm looking around and I'm like man we got some big shoes to fill folks 
So, so that definitely puts a little bit more pressure on myself to, to try and be more like them. But it's, it's just crazy, man. It is crazy. No, because I remember feeling that way about some seniors that left when I was, um, actually, I really felt that way when I was a freshman in, um, crew specifically, but yeah, it's kind of daunting. You're like, it's all great and fun and games when they're the ones being great. Like it's on them. But then when they leave, you're like, okay, so like, who's going to be great next? Like it's supposed to be us. And that feels really like overwhelming for sure. But then also it can be really exciting. But I do think the initial feeling is very much a feeling of maybe shock or a big realization of, all right, like you said, shoes to fill. That's going to take some like intentional effort for sure. And one thing, especially as a freshman, you know, people don't necessarily have the the long-term mindset of how much they're going to grow in college. Yeah. Um, so these seniors, like, seem to have it all put together because they've gone through so much over four years. So if you're a freshman or an underclassman, like, listening, don't be so afraid of that. Um, you're going to have your own experiences that are going to shape you as a person and... You know, just don't let someone's other success, you know, keep you from trying new things or growing in a sense. Yeah, that's so true. I think something that someone told me, and I really can't remember who, so I would give credit if I knew. But um, someone told me that when you leave college, like you want to specifically in crew and like taking on leadership roles. But someone told me you want to be replaceable. You don't want to be like, um, like when I leave or when someone else leaves, you don't want to be like, oh, I wish Monica was here because she was the only one who could do X, Y, and Z. It's like, that's not the goal. You want to be able to encourage people in a way that they're able to take on exactly what they were doing beforehand. So I feel like that's what I told a lot of the underclassmen that left. I was like, you guys are going to do so well and you are already ready to do the things that we did and even do it better. And I think that's really exciting to be able to say that without cringing or being like, oh crap, like that was my thing. And now someone else is taking that on. And I definitely felt that way probably my junior year of wanting to keep that role to myself. And then just being able to freely be so excited for the people next year is like really a cool feeling, I think for sure. And I think organizations like Athletes in Action and Crew definitely, like, are more open to that replaceability, you know? Because while it's not necessarily, like, the people, like, it's more so, like, the overall mission that's, like, going to be common, like, till the end of time. Right. It's a lot easier in that sense, but definitely hard. I mean, like, especially if you look at, like, a sports team, it's, like, there are some very specific people that can only do certain things you know right and that's like goes with sports in general like you want to be the greatest of all time you don't want anyone to beat your stats or your record aka michael jordan the documentary thing anyway but um yeah quick plug i stand on espn (laughs) we're just we're gonna do a quick um partnership with espn real quick i'm getting paid but um yeah no i think that's that is a very stark contrast of you know you're supposed to be this legend that never dies to you're supposed to be the legend that does die that people do forget your name eventually because so many awesome people came after you yeah that was a great connection wow see this is why we need to bring sporty people onto the podcast because 
that is just not me. And you guys bring a whole different dynamic. Just more perspective. Yes, yes. Okay, so I know you mentioned that this was maybe a theme in your life that wasn't necessarily new. So did you experience this also in high school? So it did happen to me in high school. You know, you could say it's round two for me. Um, Definitely very different circumstances. Um, A little bit of background. Uh, I kind of want to go into like the social psychology of this. It's actually really interesting. So prepared, you guys. This has never happened. So I want the audience to take a little inventory here for just a second. And I, I don't know how I can link these uh, links in like a description of some sort, but I want people to read this for themselves. Um, I read a blog by someone who has been with the Washington Post and writing social columns for around 20 years. I can't remember her name right now. I can actually, the beautiful thing about technology is I can just open up the link right away. And I look mean, that's crazy how that works. It is just crazy. Let's see here. Um, her name is Amy. Sorry, the Huffington Post. Oh gosh! Um, now we're getting we're gonna get fact checked here. Yeah, you know you want to keep the facts straight. For the people <laughs> at home. But something that's really interesting is we actually don't try very hard to make new friends. And I want huh. to I want to let that digest for a second. I want you to kind of think about like what that means. But the study that Amy, uh, you know, researched into was they found that we choose friends that we are currently crossing paths with regularly and are relatively close geographically speaking. Okay. So let's think about this. You're five, six years old. Who are you friends with? You're friends with the kids on your street. Yeah. Right? Because you're, you know, you're all in the neighborhood playing. You know, once you get to elementary school, it's like, oh, the world kind of expanded a little bit. Totally. So there's there's more people here. Once you start driving, the world opens up a little bit more. You can, you know, drive 25 minutes in a direction and, you know, have a friend on the other side of town. Uh, You know, look at your friends in high school. Were you friends with a lot of your teammates on your sports teams? Were you friends with, you know people in your theater class or drama club or you in the marching band that sort of thing and it's really very interesting because as i looked at my life i realized that i was friends with really two groups of people my teammates uh, on my sports teams i wrestled and, and ran track and then the people that i played video games with and i, th- I think this is really funny because i feel like a lot of guys will relate to this in middle school, definitely, like, maybe freshman year of high school, still even, if you were a guy, you know, in my age range, maybe, I would say, probably the year, like, if you were born after 95 to 96, you grew up, you got home from practice, or you got home from school, you got on your Xbox 360, and you played Call of Duty, or you played Halo with your friends <laughs> until dinner time, and then... After you ate dinner, you got right back on there, and everybody was still back and playing. Everyone was trying to join the Xbox Live party. Quick plug for Xbox Live for absolutely another partnership. <laughs> but it was it was so interesting because I had basically you know two groups of friends, and my older friends were the ones who are I was interacting with on my sports team. Right. So 
you know, people that you're going through extreme adversity with in practice and, you know, competing at a high level, um, you know, where, where relationships can form a little bit more easily because of that adversity. And then, you know, a little bit more casual, just like hanging out, playing games sort of thing. Yeah. So look at, look at your life. And I want, I definitely want to say this because I feel like it's going to happen. But like, think about when we graduate, you're already graduated, mm-hmm. but when you're in your, you know, career, are you going to be friends with people in your neighborhood? Are you going to be friends with your coworkers? Mm-hmm. Think about how many friends you may have lost. I say quote unquote lost over the year, just because you weren't crossing paths with as regularly yeah. as much. What, what do you what do you have to say about that so far, Mon? Wow. I feel like should we just do like a put a cork in it takeover and Austin just does the the latter half of the whole season of season one of put a cork in it. Unsure. But um no, I really feel like the last thing you said of I've always been so perplexed by not being honestly close with the people I cheered with in high school at all anymore. And those are people I would have considered my best friends at the time. And not even like a cliche, like, hey, you're my best friend. Like, those are people I was really close to, who I now really do not talk to at all. And I've always wondered, you know, why is that? Obviously time and space, but now that really makes sense of like, you're not doing the same activity together every day, going to like all the same things together, seeing each other at school, um, or even reflect on people I was really close with freshman year of um, college. And then when you start breaking out doing different things like sororities and different clubs or you change your major, I feel like a lot of it for me has been based off of like the environment. Like there are just so many people that I'm not close with anymore purely because of change in environment, which is so it feels very like duh moment. But at the same time, that's kind of crazy that just that can really change unless you're fully committed um, can really change the way that you connect to someone. And it's it's crazy because it's it's not like, I think in our minds as like humans, we think of it as just like such a task to like try and maintain those friendships. Yeah. Because it seems like we're going out of our way. Yes. And it's like, it's really not that hard to check in on people, but it's just easier to check in with the people that you see all the time. So that was that was something that I noticed um, and definitely wanted to touch on because it's definitely something that people should consider as they're, you know, trying to maintain relationships as as they're going through life. Um, and, and the college thing you said was very interesting because, you know, my experience particularly i was super close with my dorm room neighbors yes. in the dorm and it's crazy because i uh, i get to ta some younger younger kids some freshmen in the business school and they're all talking about how you know sophomore year is going to be so fun they can't wait to get back and see everyone and i'm like just be ready because it's going to change. You're not all going to be in the same dorm. It's going to be way harder for you guys to see each other. Um, so it's very interesting how you have that core group. And then the next year it can look completely different just because you're not seeing them every day. Exactly. Yeah, I remember feeling that pretty significantly when I said goodbye to my 
who is still my best friend, but definitely in a different way, um, who lived right across the hall from me freshman year. And I remember being more sad to say goodbye to her at the end of freshman year in college than I was a few days ago when we said goodbye because I knew that I could never get that back. I already knew that she was branching out into other social circles that I was not going to be a part of. And I like felt like I was already mourning that loss of that friend because I knew that you could never get back that exact place that you were in, you know? Definitely. And, you know, even with all the division that is experienced in college, you know, it, I would say, would you say it all worked out still at the end of the day? Totally, totally. You know, so don't be afraid of that if you're listening and, and you're a younger person. But, you know, it's it's all on a path. You may not be able to see the destinations, but one way or another, it'll work itself out. Totally. And I think expectations are really important. Just with like, I even think of some friends who were close before study abroad. And then when like certain friend groups came back together, it was like, whoa, what? Like that feels really significant that I didn't see you for, you know, a whole semester. So I feel like if you set your expectation right, that things will be different from different like changes in time or spaces, then you'll be less disappointed. You'll be more prepared for the change that obviously occurs. Um, So yeah, I think that's great advice, man. Expectations just kill. Because some people do not have the, we can just pick up where we left off. That's so not true for all friendships. So if you have that expectation, you might be a little screwed when you try to reconnect with that person. Like, you know, you can expect some awkwardness here and there, that type of thing. Wow. I feel inspired right now. I feel like I need to go do some research on something. I don't know what it is. (laughs) I don't know. It's crazy how much you can learn with a couple Google searches, Mom. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) So I guess the... Like I like to say in my other podcast, the meat of our discussion. Um, Tell me about your thoughts coming back to Miami next year. Knock on wood that you do go back in the fall fully and completely in person. If we don't go back, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you and me both, friend. I'm also nervous about that. But um, I think about you and I personally feel like you're going to be fine already foresee you doing a lot of cool things I just don't like you're a type of person I don't worry about per se so but tell me your yeah you're welcome but tell me your feelings because obviously (laughs) your feelings might be a little bit more um accurate and maybe a little less rose-colored glasses than mine yeah so definitely what what I want to take away from what you know my friends have, have given to me is you know, they've given me a place where I can be, where I can be vulnerable with them. They've given me, they've challenged me in ways that I wouldn't have been challenged otherwise. Um, you know, they've poured into me when I needed, you know, lifted up. So it's really, how can I do that for younger people? Yeah. How can I do that for people that I'm going to leave behind? Um, and how can my legacy in a way be, Wow, Austin was always there for me when I needed someone. Austin was constantly lifting me up, um, that sort of thing, which is, you know, it's been so hard to come to terms with, 
you know, I'm going to have to step up and I'm going to have to, it's, it's scary in a way. It's like, I don't feel qualified to do this, yes. you know? which is qualifications are a lack of baloney or <laughs> Tom Fuller. If you ask me, no one's really qualified for anything. Everyone's kind of winging it. If you didn't already totally. know, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> So th- that's definitely the number one thing on my mind right now. Um, you know, just like how can I, how can I take a page out of Ivan Dye's book and look to serve other people? You know, how can I always just be inviting and welcoming to people? Um, that's definitely the number one thing going through my head as we have this conversation right now. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I think that's the perfect combination of like. I don't want to be my friends. I don't want to be exactly what they were because that's not what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, the Dr. Seuss quote that's like, why be everyone else when you're born to stand out? Whatever, that definitely butchered it. But you know what I mean? So I feel like that, but that can definitely be a temptation. I know for me, at least, um, I really looked up to a particular senior um, and crew. And sometimes I would catch myself being like, what would she do in this situation? Like, that's exactly what I should do. And then I would kind of grow from that and be like, you know, actually, that's not really what I would do. And maybe I can be welcoming and inviting and fun in a way that's not necessarily exactly like she did it. But that I feel like you really have a good perspective of wanting to take the good aspects of everybody and yeah, wanting to apply that to your own life. And I feel like it's cool to share the stories of how older people have affected you because I found that that really makes your relationships with younger people richer of like, the only reason I'm able to pour into you is because a bunch of other people loved me really well. And just like that chain of really strong relationships makes it, makes you more relatable as a leader too of, oh, Austin didn't always know how to lead people well like that was definitely a process for him whereas it would be much less relatable if you put yourself in a position where you're like yeah I've just always really uh had this gifting and I never really need anyone to help me develop it I'm basically perfect in every way so good luck filling my shoes when I'm gone (laughs) I don't want to like set you guys up for failure but that's pretty much what I'm doing (laughs) yeah no I think that's awesome also just like reflect on that you guys Austin's able to talk well obviously he's name dropping a lot of people that you may or may not know but I know these people and they're really awesome and the fact that he can associate their names with really awesome character traits is like a really big deal um and yeah that's just like really cool I feel emotional about that I think that's so great that you view them that highly but you're also not like obsessed with like recreating their um you know, image, I guess. Yeah, I think just the community that is has been that I've been blessed to be a part of over the past two or three years, especially with my core group of guys, has been invaluable in a way. You know, people definitely can take that for granted and, you know, just like acknowledging that like how special it is to have friends like that and how, you know, just how speechless I am right now. Like yeah. you can't, you can't put words into it really. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Okay. So to finish things up, I think at this point, if I was listening to this podcast and just me at this point in the conversation, I'm like, 
I need Austin to give me advice. I am that junior, senior, or sorry, junior, sophomore, freshman that is being left behind or is just overall nervous about what next year holds with all these changes and how nothing's going to be exactly the same. So I don't know if you want to speak to one of those things or all those things, that's fine. But what would be like your parting gift of advice to the loyal listeners? So as I'm hearing the question, I definitely prepared in a different way, but I think I can make it work. Oh, Um, and you can answer just the part about more specifically moving forward as a underclassman or whatever. Yeah. So personally with my experience in high school and college, it was very different in high school. I, I was pursuing D one athletics. I was, um, you know, trying to better myself in a way, whereas my, my friends at the time who are in my grade, not the ones that had left previously, but the people that I was hanging out with, necessarily I don't want to say they weren't they didn't have vision or direction but they just didn't have the same drive and same goals that I did right um so in terms of trying to better your life in terms of you know like looking at things very black and white I would ask you who are you spending your most time with Mm. what are the effects of spending time with these people do you feel filled up with these people do you feel drained after being with these people do you feel like what you're doing is right and and good for the betterment of other people do you feel like it's more selfish in a way is that what you want you know is this going to get you where you want to go and if not it may be time to you know evaluate some other things because life is way too short to hang around people that are going to drag you down in a way. And I, I don't want to say every friend group is dragging somebody down in a totally, way, but yeah. there are definitely some people out there who are experiencing that right now who who might need to hear something like that. Totally, yeah. And that kind of that kind of goes into another thing with what are your personal goals and dreams? You know, where do you want to be in 2, 5 and 10 years from now? Um so as as far as right now that, that was how I was looking at it in high school. And now with college, um, with, with the seniors leaving and me rising up into the senior role myself, you know, I want to just be someone that other people can look up to, other people can reach out to, you know, be available, you know, don't be afraid to sacrifice homework time or even sleep as some of my friends have, you know, it might be so worthwhile to have a conversation at 1, 2 a.m. with some of your really close friends where they're feeling vulnerable and they're hurting and they just need someone. Um, That's definitely where I've seen a ton of growth in my life, especially with those guys, you know. And, you know, other, other guys too, don't be afraid to be vulnerable in a way, you know, if if you're closing yourself off from other people who you're supposed to be, you know, trusting, that might be another thing to reevaluate as well. Yeah. I don't wanna don't wanna end on kind of a downer note like that, but <laughs> it, it takes a lot of discipline and it takes a lot of self reflection and evaluation as to, you know, is this what I want for my life? Like, are these people good for me? Am I good for them in a way? 
Um, it just takes yourself asking those questions um, on a probably probably like a quarterly basis, as yeah. business-minded as that sounds. But, <laughs> you know, if, if you let 90 days go by and, you know, nothing seems to be going the way you want it to, it might be time for just reevaluation. Yeah. And I think if you're feeling like you're going to bother your friends with your emotions, that's definitely probably not true. But on the flip side of that, if it is true and they do not respond in a way that's like wanting to hear what's going on in your life, then definitely for if we're using the word brash a lot in this podcast, ditch them. I mean, you want people in your life that even if they're going to leave you because they're a year older than you or whatnot, it's always worth it to like open up to people even if that means you're not, they're not in your life for like a million years in the same way. It's still so worth it. I would also say, do not be afraid to challenge people because, you know, sometimes it's, it's way easier to just be like, yeah, man, that's so hard. But like ask the question, well, what are you going to do about it? Sort of thing. Yeah, definitely, definitely something that my friends have done with me over the past two years, you know, like making, forcing me to really think about, what's going on in my life and what what we can do to to get back on the right track so to speak yeah practicality is important man sweet oh my gosh this was so fun honestly i feel like i could could run through a wall right now mom me too me too i mean i might maybe i will just go for a very passionate run in the rain right now that's what i feel like i could do um thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom and you know marketing skills with us now that i know it's your major i really need to like throw that in there um i will will always be a friend of the podcast thank you so much for having me yeah thanks for being a loyal listener and now participant um we'll see you guys next week and be on the lookout for um some of my family members coming on the cast so yeah we'll catch you guys later